I haven't I haven't watched Hawkeye yet. I haven't had time. I have not had time. I haven't done it yet. What's going on, Tyler? BRB, okay. A lock is you. How are you doing? Long time to see you, right? We got Snyder stepping along. Rockdale's ready. Well, I got my wine. I got the wine ready. So you don't need my Monday wine. Thank you. Ooh, look at that. We got some new. We got some members that are uh, showing up here. Uh, let's see. We got some members. Yeah, what's going on, Niner fan? Got Stephanie here. Which she. Let's see. We got Eric. He's a. He's been a member for a year. So the, congratulations. Thank you for being a member. Hopefully you guys. If you guys want to become members, you know, you could do that. Just hit that join button. Um, you know, try to do a members only stream once a once a week and then of course i probably will have a vlog this time because you know certain things that i'm going to be talking about today there's going to be something i'm going to add to it but i'm going to add it in the members uh in a members only vlog so and then of course we have a seven month member miss stephanie how are you doing thank you thank you what's going on um appreciate it guys you guys are awesome just say my name richard uh richard or do you prefer dick <laughs> anyways hello darling how's it going Good to see you. Everybody's like making their way in here. We finally saw Zoom. It was great. Good. Good. What's going on? We are Venom. How you doing? We got Selena here too. I saw I saw her somewhere. Ah, welcome back. There you go. There everybody is. Oh, you didn't forget. You didn't have to forget. Oh, stop saying it. There you go. There she is, Miss Selena Kyle. There you go. All right. Good to see you. Good to see you, Elaine. Everybody's here. Got the regulars here. Always good to see you guys. Good, good, good. That's right. That's right. And uh, I didn't, I didn't blow my face off when I went shooting, so we're good. We're all good here. So finally back to normal. I know, right? Get back into the grind. It actually was very nice to take the time off. It really was. It really was. Hi, hi again. All right. Yeah, it actually was uh, pretty good, buddy. Yeah, thank you guys for clicking in. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you, uh, you're subscribed, all that stuff. If you want to become a member, go ahead and do so. Um, and, uh, yeah, everything, everything like that. So I uh, appreciate it. Like I said, the four topics, of course, are right here. Got Spider-Man because, I mean, let's face it, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man for probably another month. It just seems like it's going to be nonstop. But, yeah, we're going to talk about Spider-Man and the tickets and, uh, and uh, what Amy Pascal said and everything like that. And then, of course, we're going to talk about this, this guy right here a little bit more and restore the Snyderverse, of course was trending today and uh, got some thoughts got some thoughts about that and uh yeah so we'll talk we'll talk and then we're going to talk about this fat guy right here and something that leaked out over the weekend that was pretty ridiculous pretty ridiculous who knows what well, we'll talk about it and then of course we'll talk about that box office talk about that box office What's going on joey good to see you we got jacob of course uh, but uh, anyways uh yeah so Hopefully you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I had a pretty fantastic Thanksgiving. Like I said, I went to uh, Vegas. That's where my dad lives and some other family. And some other family came down from up north. And it was fun. It was great. Like, I am tired of turkey, though. I think I'm good on turkey for the rest of the year. I don't know about you guys. But in a week's time, I had it three times. Three times. Four times, actually. I had it four times. So, yeah, I'm tired of turkey. Let's see, I had it because... My mom was going up to Washington. I don't know if Mama Film Junkie's here. Probably not. But uh, oh, we already got some. Um, oh, we already got some uh, porn bots going on right here. Naked Dash XD XYZ here, girls. 
will do what you say. Well, shit. Thank you, Jose, for uh, ousting that little bot right there. Appreciate it. But anyways, um, no, uh, so we did Thanksgiving with my mom last Saturday, turkey, of course, and then leftovers the next day, turkey. And then when I got to Vegas, we had a turkey dinner <laughs> on Wednesday evening because the full-on family dinner was actually barbecue, which was great. I love it. That's what was actually pretty cool. So my full-on actually on Thanksgiving dinner was barbecue. It was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. So, yeah, it was delicious. Um, but uh, and then, of course, you know, but even before that, we had leftover, like, turkey sandwiches. I'm just tired of turkey. I had turkey four times in a week, and I'm like, that's enough for me. That's enough tryptophan for me. I think I'll, I'll, be, I'll be okay till, uh, till the rest of the year, I think. So, but anyways, guys. Uh, mac and cheese. I know some people are saying that mac and cheese is not a traditional, not a traditional Thanksgiving dish, which, yeah, I guess you could say so, but it should be. It should be. Why? You know, you can ask something else. I mean, there was like this thing that was on Twitter where it was asking you had to remove one of the one of these dishes from Thanksgiving and uh, it had mac and cheese in there. A lot of people were saying green bean. Oh, geez. Green bean casserole. Uh, but you know what, to be honest, I had a really good green bean casserole, you know, that my, my dad's wife made and it was actually pretty damn delicious. So I was like, now I, you know what I don't like, I don't like ham and turkey together. I don't know about you guys. I'm just not a ham and turkey guy. When I think ham, I think more of Easter or even Christmas. Uh, but yeah, I just don't like ham and turkey together. I don't know that sometimes that happens. I've had Thanksgiving meals that have both. I'm like, you know what? I'm good with the meat only being turkey. And then everything else is just carbs like crazy smothered in gravy. That's what I'm all about. But mac and cheese, what's wrong with mac and cheese? I don't think there's anything wrong with having mac and cheese. Uh, yes. Exactly. But some people don't consider mac and cheese a Thanksgiving dish. But I say, like, no, it damn well should be. OK, should be right next to your mashed potatoes, something like that. Replace that. Get the corn out of there. I don't need corn. OK, corn. Eh, I'm not. I'm good with the no corn, man. I can actually go without corn. I'm not really a big corn guy, so I can do without corn. If I if I need something that looks similar to it, mac and cheese. OK, looks kind of similar because, you know. I don't know. I don't know what kind of correlation I'm trying to make right there. So, and uh, really going to say pineapple? No. Pineapple on what? Oh, on your ham, I guess, if you wanted ham. Don't they put pineapple sometimes on ham? I don't know. You guys are putting pine pineapple on too much of that shit, man. It doesn't belong on a pizza. My lobster and shrimp mac and cheese is amazing. I'm sure it is. That sounds amazing. Lop lobster and shrimp mac and cheese sounds good. No mac and cheese slander. Yeah, no mac and cheese slander allowed, okay? No, I mean, come on, mac and cheese uh it's just yeah it's just too fantastic and luckily like i said we had barbecue for for thursday thanksgiving meal and sure enough we had a big thing of mac and cheese and i got two servings of that i got i went for seconds on that because it was delicious so yes all hail the mac and cheese pumpkin pie or apple pie i go with apple pie apple pie i am not big on pumpkin 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 spice anything i'm not big on it i really am i'm not so if I'm going to choose a pie, I'll choose apple pie. So, you know, that's just me, though. Uh, mac and cheese is yellow gold. Yes, it's gold. It's delicious. It's awesome. It's fantastic. But anyways, guys, yeah, it was pretty good. And like I said, um, 
You'll see some of the, I some some of you guys saw the pictures, but look at that. Look at that. Look at that bruise. A little bit of bruise right here too. Yeah. Did some shooting. Did some shooting over the weekend. That's right. And uh, if you guys are following me on Twitter, I posted some images last night uh, because I got them sent to me. But uh, yeah, I got a nice little, you know, bruise from uh, my cousin who has like an actual like full on shotgun, like an old style shotgun. That's just one shot. Boom. You know, hair trigger, cock it back and just like that. That thing hurt. That thing hurt. He calls it his boomstick. So, yeah, leave some ladies. I know. No means no. No, no, I was fighting crime, guys. That's what it really was. I was fighting crime. Uh, I just usually keep my uh, I just usually keep my my bruises like hidden from from that. So, you know, that's what it is. But yeah, so I got a nice little fat. I got a couple little bruises right here. Bruise right here. All right there. It's all. But it was a lot of fun. So but anyways, guys. Uh, all right, we got, yeah, we're still making our way in here. All right, let's get started, huh? We got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. So let's see. Let me turn that off. But yeah, hopefully you guys had a good Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you guys. That's for damn sure. Definitely thankful for you guys. Uh, did you say hello, my little friend, before uh, every shot? No. Um, like I said, it was only one shot. But my dad also had a shotgun that I was shooting, too, so it was pretty cool. Haley Steinfeld was looking like a goddess, and she was looking thick in the Hawkeye show. All right. Like I said, when it comes to her, I tell you, she is uh, cute and adorable, and then she's just a sexy, sexy woman, I tell you. When it comes to Haley. Oh, yeah, but I'll I'll eventually watch. I'll get to it. Maybe I'll get to it tonight or something like that. I'll watch uh, Hawkeye. Just haven't gotten around to it yet, so... But uh, hopefully I will. Hopefully I will soon. So anyways, all right. Let's go to the tweets. All right, let's see. See what happened on the Twitter. Don't worry, I won't go too far with this because I know some, you know, there's been, obviously it took a week off. I'm not going to go over like a lot, a whole week's worth of tweets right here. But uh, it's nice to see that this is still trending. Restore the Snyderverse. 72.9K. That's pretty cool. But we'll talk more about that, of course. And, uh, you know, why not? And uh, hopefully you guys caught, if you guys, you know, you Ghostbusters fans or whatever, we uh, we did, my I guess, my first stream back, I, I would say. I wanted to do it Saturday, but sadly I couldn't do it. But, uh, yeah, so we talked about, of course, Ghostbusters Afterlife and spoilers, did a whole spoiler discussion last night, which was uh, a lot of fun and got rounded up the Ghostbusters fans. But, uh uh, Jason Reitman right here is already teasing a possible Ghostbusters 2 villain, which is the original Ghost. I don't know. Well, he's teasing Vigo, of course. So this actually excites me. Well, first off, who the fuck was not scared of this guy? I mean, when it comes to Vigo, how freaky did he look? And, you know, we kind of talked, we talked about this last night, too. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know about you guys. But when I was a kid, I remember watching Ghostbusters 2 in the movie theater. Me and my friend were covering our eyes because Vigo scared the shit out of us. But apparently, I mean, if they're just going to go, if they're going to go along with this, I mean, I mean, sadly, this is kind of like, yeah, you want them to just do something brand new. But I have a feeling that they're, yeah, they're going to do some kind of Ghostbusters 2 now where it's going to be Vigo coming back. 
And this is what Jason Reitman actually had to say. He said, there is a lot of time and opportunity for Vigo, the Carpathian, to make his return. Look, are you saying that there's only one Vigo, the Carpathian? Like he's talking about the painting. Maybe he's riding a horse in another one. Maybe impaling someone in another one. So there you go. The painting. There's more than one painting. So why not? Uh, and, and I wonder, and we kind of joked about this last night too, is like, are they going to joke about the fact that they changed the logo for Ghostbusters 2, where essentially the ghost is more happy and throwing up a peace sign? So I wonder if there'll be some kind of, if they do talk about that, are they ever going to talk about the fact that they changed the logo at one point? And then Jason Reitman even talked about too, about the fact that there was like an Ecto-1A, which I wonder if they'll reference that, talking about how the first Ecto-1 broke down and then they had the ecto-1a which actually had more shit going on on the top it had like the uh it had just more decals on it and everything so i remember i had both i had both versions of the toys i had the ecto-1 and the ecto-1a so wonder what that's going to be happening what's going on nicotine how you doing um so yeah yeah so bring it on man bring it on and we'll talk about the ghostbusters uh box office because it's looking pretty good it's looking pretty good for ghostbusters and hopefully there'll be the hopefully there'll be a sequel hopefully there'll be many more many everything streaming everything i don't know just expand the shit out of the ghostbusters world because sadly we did we only got two movies and then they try to reboot didn't work out <laughs> let's not talk about that uh and then now it seems like what happened with this fans are happy and it seems like uh, they can really do something with continuing the Ghostbusters story. Uh, Ernie Hudson had mentioned that he wanted to be the Nick Fury of the Ghostbusters world. And I am all fucking for that. Please, I'm all for that. Let Winston be the Nick Fury of uh, the Ghostbusters world. He goes around, recruits a bunch of Ghostbusters for different kind of invasions all around the world. And he's just like the guy. And I like the fact of, you know, I've always said Ghostbusters with the... The, the actual Ghostbusters, they could just be like, they could be mentors, you know, they, they, they teach. I mean, that's essentially what they started off doing, right? It's just like teaching, being in academia. I mean, obviously, if you watch Ghostbusters Afterlife, Peter was like the only one that went back to academia and Ray's still in his store. And, and uh, Winston, of course, is just like uh, this rich dude who just started off this huge conglomerate company. So I'm all for that. I just want that. I just want to see that, and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, but I do like the idea of Winston Zedmore being the Nick Fury. So let it happen, because he's got sex appeal, like he says in the movie. Anyways, okay. And you know what? After seeing House of Gucci, where's this petition at? Huh? Do we, uh, do we really need Chris Pratt to voice everything? No. But after hearing uh, Jared Leto and his Italian accent, I can hear him. Why can't he be Mario? It's a me. It's a Mario. If you watch House of Gucci, I mean, every scene that he was in, he stole that. He stole the scene. And he had a good Italian accent. I think he, I think he had the, the best of the Italian accents all throughout the movie. So I'm just saying, I would love that. I would love Leto to be Mario's voice instead of Chris Pratt. Because I have a feeling that the Chris Pratt voice is going to suck. It's just not going to be good. I could see him for Garfield more than I could see him for Mario. So, hey, where's that petition? I'll sign it. It's not going to happen, but my God, after watching House of Gucci, I'm like, yeah, get that motherfucker in there. And look at this, guys. PETA. PETA launches a gruesome online shop with goods made of human leathers. 
So they're trying to make a point right here because, you know, it's PETA and they've lost their minds. But look at this. Anybody else want a jacket that looks like the Book of the Fucking Dead? Where's Ash? Jesus. That thing going to come alive? Sam Raimi should fucking sue these motherfuckers. Jesus. Who the fuck wants this? <laughs> ah! Look at that. You literally will have faces on your jacket. Okay, this is a little bit better over here because you don't actually have fucking faces on your jacket. I mean, I, I, I know what they're trying to do because, you know, when people wear like mink or actual leather or something like that. Yes, that's coming from animals, but they don't put the faces on the jackets. Okay, you weirdos. PETA, relax, relax. It's a little too far. Ugh, gross. See that shit? Leatherface. Yeah, I know. Kind of looks like Leatherface. Uh, Dolph Lundgren, he is saying that uh, he thinks that Aquaman 2 director James Wan is going to blow fans away. I think this one is better, and I think the script is stronger, and it's more exciting. And yes, of course, he's acting in the movie, so naturally he's going to say something positive like this. I understand that. But at the same time, remember, guys, guy with the ball cap, not involved. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think Aquaman 2 is going to be more of what James Wan wanted, wants in his Aquaman world. This is going to be the last one. This is where he sails out into the sunset. Uh, you know, pardon the pun of, you know, water and sail, whatever the fuck. But, yeah, this is where I think James Wan is really going to be able to do what he wants to do because... You know, you go back and watch the first Aquaman as as great as it was and how visually stunning it was and how he created that underground world, that underwater world and Atlantis and everything like that. You, you could kind of tell that, yeah, there was some, you know, influence from probably some people in the D.C. world, specifically guy with the ball cap. And I'm just saying that I think this is going to be uh, I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be a lot better. So I believe that I believe that. So this is pretty cool art right here. We got a Nightmare Flash. It's like a little oil-type painting of Nightmare Flash looking over the uh, the Nightmare world right there. It's good stuff. According to uh, Mr. RPK, Black Canary will appear in the HBO Max Batgirl movie. Of course she will. Why wouldn't she? This actually makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Um, because if they really want to make up for... The lack of birds, of, yeah, the lack of birds of prey, I guess you could say in birds of prey. Um, yeah, have this, you know, we want to see um, Journey Smollett. We want to see Leslie Grace and her together. Why not? Why not? So, I mean, this makes makes sense. It's not even like, yeah, it's like, I guess you could say it's a scoop, but it kind of just makes more sense, especially since you're going to have a Black Canary movie, I guess, not a series, but a movie. So I think this actually makes a lot of sense and have those two show up and kind of, you know, it doesn't, it's not necessarily that I have to like team up and be, you know, and, ha- and it has to be a buddy-buddy movie, something like that. But, you know, Black Canary can be, have a presence in the movie. She doesn't have to have a huge role in the movie. And then maybe in the final act, she really shows up and helps, and helps uh, ba- uh, Babs kick some ass, but... Yeah, I like this idea. I like it. And I hope this is actually true because I actually think this would be a really good idea just to expand that a little bit. I mean, there was like a video that came out. Obviously, uh, if you guys saw that, 
Uh, I don't think I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to pull it up right now, but there is a video and uh, maybe I should, uh, maybe I'll try to find it, but I, uh, there's a video of uh, JK Simmons where he talks about, he talks about returning as uh, commissioner Gordon. Like it's 100%. And it's so funny too, because it goes, this has been, this has been announced, right? He didn't even know. This is just, just kind of shows you when it comes to this shit. He doesn't know. Even the actors don't even know when they're announced to be in these movies, which is kind of funny. But yeah, he was uh, talking about it. He's excited to return as Commissioner Gordon. So that's 100 percent confirmed. And it almost sounded like when he goes, yeah, me and he kind of stops. He says, but but and then he kind of stops and you kind of go, were you about to say Ben Affleck? Were you about to say Batman? What were you going to say, JK? Huh? Come on. Say it, please. Come on. Commissioner Gordon, say it. Uh, it almost seems like a lot of people, I mean, oh, this was over the extended weekend where this video came out and he almost, he pretty much kind of said like, you know, it kind of sounded, kind of sounded like he was about to say Ben or Batman. I don't know. So it's kind of looking like, uh, Ben might be showing up and get Batgirl, which, you know, I think that'd be a great thing. I think that would be a great thing. So I know. Yeah, exactly. Batgirl trained by Batman. I mean, come on. I really hope that that's true, and I hope Ben will show up just to be in those scenes. That's what I want. I mean, if we want to get Ben to just like, I mean, obviously Ben's busy, and we're still waiting. We're still waiting for if anything's going to happen with his Batman script that he has just like sitting there. But if he's going to just show up in like some random movies, just show up as Batman, be kind of just, you know, a small role, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And then maybe eventually it'll lead into when, uh, you know, it'll lead into when he's like into his fifties, maybe it'll have, he'll have that final, that final Batman, the, the final go at the, the Cape and Cal, you know, just, why not? You know, uh, anybody, anybody got JLo's number? Just tell her please to like, Hey, can, can you just make sure Ben just one more time, one more big hurrah. One more send off before he hangs up the cape and cow. But uh, yeah, but anyways, I like this idea when it comes to uh, Black Canary and Batgirl. Hopefully we make it happen. That's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of sexiness right there because uh, yeah, Journey Smollett and Leslie Grace. Oh, my God. Anyways. All right. And then speaking of Ghostbusters, I mean, it sounds like for sure we're going to get sequels and whatever the fuck. But Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, Jason uh, Reitman and Gil Kennan sign producing deal with Sony Pictures. So this makes it seem like they are going to go full-fledged into the Ghostbusters franchise. I'm excited for this. This is going to be good. I think this is what's going to happen here, guys. So Ghostbusters fans, we're going to be fed. We're going to start getting fed an extended Ghostbusters franchise, which I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, The Ghostbusters Extended Universe, the GBEU. I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about some of that. Um, uh, Star Wars Ahsoka recruits a Pacific Rim Uprising. Zavana Sakno, Sok- I you know, I'm bad with the names, to play a new character in the series. Uh, she's been in many things. I'm trying to pinpoint her, but yeah, she was in Pacific uh, Rim Uprising, which I was not a fan of. But yeah, apparently she's going to be in the Ahsoka series, so that's going to be good. Uh, this is pretty cool right here. Combination of Man of Steel and uh, Army of the Dead. <laughs> it's good art right there. I like it. I like it. And then we have, um, all right. Okay, we'll talk about this when we talk about uh, Restore the Snyderverse. 
But uh, I want to go back to this. I'll go back to uh, Kevin Smith's thing right there because, man, talk about adding to it. you got to love it. Here's some cool art right here. I like it. Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's like Darkseid holding on to a little tiny Superman. <laughs> it's like a Superman doll. So, Chris, good job with that. Like it. Uh, apparently, another artist, uh, Anne Chatelia, Chatelia, is making a new poster art for Zack Snyder's Justice League Snyder. So, it's going to be on sale soon. And it's looking like it's going to be something pretty damn awesome. And look at that thing. This looks like it's going to be something pretty amazing. But she is drawing it out right now. That is pretty good. Uh, I believe there is a... If you look underneath here, somebody, I think they posted the the link, too. So that's going to be interesting. Of course, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Not going to be in Furiosa anymore. Um, it kind of makes sense because Yaya is kind of, he's in demand right now. You know, how many movies has this guy been, like, showing up in? And, and he's showing up in all these franchise movies. So apparently he can't, he's going to exit Furiosa because scheduling conflicts, which makes a lot of sense since this shoot is probably going to be at least six months, probably even longer than that because, you know, I don't, I'm not even sure how much, uh, how long uh, the, Fear, the Fury Road shoot was, but I'm imagining it was pretty long and grueling. So he's just in too high demand, probably with Aquaman, maybe if there's going to be more Matrix sequels, I don't know. But the man is just very, you know, he's just being pulled all over the place. So I, it just, I, I, it doesn't shock me that he dropped out of it, but apparently Tom Burke has boarded the, uh, the Mad Max Fury Road spinoff to replace him. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for all the, the super woke people to say that they're whitewashing Yaya's character, even though they don't know what his character is because it's like, Oh, they got a white guy. How dare they now? And they just probably just went, eh, we just, whatever. It's, it's Fury Road. It's a post. It's a it's a post apocalyptic future. Who cares about the freaking color of the skin? God damn it. Um, and then, of course, this right here. This is part of uh, stuff like here when he showed off, of course, when Zach went into his phone and was like, you know what? There it is. There's Wayne T. Car right there. And everybody just started leaning in going, yep, there he is. Uh, good moment. When is he ever going to re actually full-on release that, though, you know? Zach, when are you going to release that image, that full-on image on your Vero? Waiting for that day. Waiting for that day. And guess what, guys? I know some of you are excited. Jose, you're probably excited for this. Uh, you know, we're going to get a Magic Mike 3. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently Channing Tatum for HBO Max. They're going to be doing this. Looks like Mike Lane's tapping back in. So Steven Soderbergh and Channing Tatum are going to do Magic Mike's Last Dance. So I'm going to try to audition for one of the backup dancers in this role in the in the movie. So just letting you guys know, I'm going to start working out even harder and uh, yeah, work on my dance moves. I think I could. I think I could. I think I could do it. I think I could do it. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> Come on. I thought you told me in private that the first one was your favorite movie. Just kidding. And happy birthday to the late, great Chadwick Boseman. He would have been 45 today. May he rest in peace. Sad that he's still not with us. But, yeah, he would have been 45. And the guy still, he would have still looked like he was 25. Guy was like, you know, guy wasn't aging at all. That's for sure. Look at this sexy fucking drawing right here. Yes. A little bit of combination of live action and art right there. Some Cabalness, some Henry Cabal Thippermaneth. Gotta love it. And uh, there we go. That's right. 
That's right. Me and Batman taking on the uh, taking on Dark Side in the apocalyptic future. That's right. And then we got some new Boba Fett posters. Yes, guys, I did secure my tickets. It took an hour and a half, but I secured my tickets for Spider-Man uh, No Way Home for 6.30 on Thursday. So pretty excited for that. I did not think I was going to. I almost gave up. I was like, you know what? Uh, maybe I'll just see it Friday. I don't know. But uh, it was just like, jeez, man, I tell you. Yeah, there's some people that are uh, just throwing these tickets up on eBay for like this one was for twenty five thousand dollars. And I wonder if somebody actually purchased them. That's what I wonder. And I wouldn't be surprised if somebody did. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, capitalism always wins, right? <laughs> Everybody tries to capitalize on something. They see the demand for for tickets. So why not put them on eBay for twenty five thousand dollars? Crazy. No, I mean, I, <laughs> it's just insane, man. Just insane. Absolutely, yeah. It was pretty crazy last night. It's pretty funny too. That just you know the Zach attack and the Dave attack, right there. So just holding up some guns. Hey, there's Papa Film Junkie right there. You know, and uh, you know, this was when I first handled an AR-15, that that rifle that the media absolutely hates. Um, so he was kind of just telling me how to use it. So a little father-son moment right there. That's right. This is my my cousin's uh, rifle that he had. This was pretty badass. It had like a laser sight and everything like that. It was pretty awesome. There's my cousin right there, um, my ex-Marine cousin right there. Yeah, got a lot of military in the family. And then here's the boomstick right there that gave me that nice fat bruise on my arm. This thing had some kick. Had the most kick of any of the other guns I shot right there. So there you go. There you go. They think, yeah, no, I don't think I'm Terminator. I think I'm freaking John Wick, man. Yeah, there it is right there. Of course, I posted that. Posted that. So, yeah, it was fun. I hadn't been shooting in such a long time, so it was pretty fun. Definitely pretty fun. So you can shoot your eye out. Don't shoot your eye out. Now, that's not a pellet gun, Ralphie. Uh, apparently, Henry Cavill has wrapped up shooting for Enola Holmes, the sequel. I still have not watched the first one, so... Apparently, somebody filmed him leaving. <laughs> Somebody's like through the window just spying on, hey, there's Cavill. He just wrapped up shooting on Enola Holmes. So I thought this was pretty funny right here if Deadpool shows up. I mean, obviously, that would be pretty funny if Deadpool did show up because, you know, the first the first half of the first Deadpool movie takes place on a goddamn bridge. So why not? Are you my variant, too? I'm your new uncle. <laughs> I like it. It'd be pretty sweet if that happened. But yeah, here's Calvo right here, just kind of talking about Nola Holmes and the entire the sexy bitch. Everybody, today was my last day on Nola Holmes, and the entire day I was thinking about not coming out and doing this run. It was a little dark and a little chilly, and I was convincing myself all day long that those were all good reasons not to run. However, I came out here, I did it, I've loved it, and it feels really, really good. So if you're sitting at home thinking about not training today, throw those trainers on. Get out there and do it. We won't regret it. Get out there and do it, guys. Get out there and do it. Okay? Is working out fun? Nah, not all the time. Sometimes, yes. But sometimes you just don't want to do it. You dread it. There's been many times where I don't want to work out. But then once you do it, how great do you feel afterwards? Okay? Just get out there and do it. And that could just apply for everything. It could apply for many things. Just get out there and do it. Get out there and do it, you know? 
I mean, health is supposed to be a concern nowadays. So, yes, get out there and do it. Go for that run. Lift those weights. Do something, you know. It's going to help. I mean, especially with shit that's happening. You know, we're still in an apocalypse, apparently. And, uh, yeah, you want to increase some uh, good chances that you won't suffer through it if you actually get that, uh, that damn virus out there. Hey, exercise. You know, do what you need to. You want to get the vax, eat right, exercise, increase your chances, increase it all. It's not just there's not just one solution. I know the media and politicians and a lot of people are saying, yeah, you just one solution. It's just to get that shot. No, it's not just one solution. There's multiple solutions. They For some reason, they just want to promote the one solution that makes a lot of money. Anyways, I had these when I was a kid. I don't know about you guys. Um, you know, of course, this is kind of aging myself. But, yeah, I remember when McDonald's had these. They had these, uh, you know, they were like different kind of McDonald's dinners and desserts and whatnot. And they turned into dinosaurs. I love these things. I My mom probably still has them somewhere in a in a crate. So it's pretty good. I saw that and I was like, whoa, that brings me back. So thank you, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Here's a cool Matrix poster. Like it. I want it. Here's a cool alien poster. I also want it. Look at that. Some cool posters, man. <laughs> Come on, this is pretty funny. I mean, we're talking about Spider-Man. Remember when uh, John Campia put his watermark on everything? <laughs> it's Tony Stark and Electro. What are you talking about? No. I mean, obviously, it's from that one movie. I forgot what the movie was called that uh, they were both in. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of funny. I <laughs> thought, thought that was pretty great right there. And the uh, the power. The power of Zack Snyder, too. I mean, we have Meg right here, and this was not the only person who posted about this. She works at a comic book store, right? And she said, trying to order Final Crisis at work, and would you look at that? It's sold out everywhere we order. So, I mean, the power of Zack Snyder with that whole Final Crisis thing. I mean, it's pretty damn good. It's pretty crazy. And, yes, I felt his presence. That's who was behind me. That's what I was actually looking at. So, there you go. There you go. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, Ernie Hudson right there. Just a couple little cool things. This is a cool little poster right here. I like that, that, that uh, this guy's drawing. What's his spider monkey? He's drawing that right there. That looks really badass. I'm telling you, sometimes, man, sometimes these uh, concept arts like this. Look at that. Also cool. It's amazing what fans can come up with, man. So creative. So creative. We got Richard Citrone right here. We got Richard Citrone right here working his Batman magic for that warehouse scene. It's pretty damn badass. Like it. Fuck, man. I mean, again, going back to the whole working out thing and keeping in shape, we've got to remember that Richard Citrone, I mean, when he did all this, he was like 50 years old. Or like, you know, 48, 49. I don't know. He was up there and doing all this stuff, man. Man's crazy. Age is just a number. This is pretty cool. Some uh, that's like a big bulky Battenson right there, Battenson like. And uh, anyways, yep, had margaritas. I haven't had a margarita in forever. Did all that. Uh, here's Cal right there. Obviously, we had uh, <laughs> we had uh, Henry Cavill doing some uh, talking about talking about The Witcher and whatnot, doing some press tour for season two. But I just love the fact that Cal is just. Laying on the floor, stretching right there in that part. Pretty funny. Pretty good stuff. 
Yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Oh, yeah. There's uh, Amy Adams. She's awesome. She's definitely awesome. Oh, yeah. And did you guys see this? Did you guys see this? This is something that happened over the weekend, which was crazy. Absolutely crazy. But apparently HBO Max replaced the R-rated version of Birds of Prey with a censored cut that's been edited for content. The censored version removes explicit language and visual jokes, like replacing Harley Quinn giving the middle finger with two-finger gesture. Look at that weirdness right there. That's right. They added the fingers. (laughs) And apparently what happened too, guys, because a lot of people are going like, what the fuck? Why would they replace that? That doesn't make sense. It's like, it would make sense if they if you were given the option, which I, that's kind of that's kind of interesting. How I'm surprised that more streaming services don't actually give you the option. They don't actually give you the option to to show to to access the censored version that would be on TV. You would actually think they would do that just in case. Like, what if your kids were like all about Harley Quinn and whatever the hell, but you couldn't exactly watch Birds of Prey because it's super R-rated. So why not have the option of seeing a censored version? But apparently this full-on replaced it. But what happened was, apparently it was a goof. Fucking amateurs. Fucking amateurs. That's what that's that's Zack Snyder talking about that. Because remember what happened? Remember what happened when Tom and Jerry was replaced by the Snyder Cut? And some lucky people got to see the Snyder Cut before everybody else. Because somebody goofed. Fucking amateurs. Um, so apparently it was... Not meant to happen. Somebody goofed up. And yes, they replaced the R-rated Birds of Prey with the censored Birds of Prey. Did not mean to. It was. I mean, this is obviously going to be a version that will be playing on TV. But it's just crazy that they go as far as adding fingers. Adding fingers. It's just interesting. Like, I totally get it. You got to censor it for TV. Yes, which sucks. I don't like to watch R-rated movies on TV. I don't know about you guys, but I hate watching R-rated movies on TV. But eventually, Birds of Prey will be on TV, and you're going to see this. You're going to see not middle fingers. You're going to see two fingers right there. That's just very interesting. But, hey, what can you do? You know? But apparently, like I said, there was like an update. It was a goof. Somebody at HBO Max was like, hey, sorry, we fucked up. Didn't mean to. But uh, kind of makes you wonder, like, how are you guys fuck up like that? I mean, it's such a weird thing. I know I don't get the whole logistics of streaming and how that could happen. But apparently it's been restored. You can now I know you guys were probably just freaked out when that happened. But yes, you can now watch Birds of Prey R-rated again. And I'm sure you guys did. Right. Right, because we all love that movie, big time. <laughs> Anyways, take another drink. Hmm, delicious. Okay, so that was pretty funny. And then, uh, of course, a lot of people were freaking out about that. It's a lot of things. Yeah, and of course, you guys saw my video. Hopefully, you guys saw my video where I talked about where I talked about the Final Crisis thing, which uh, you know we'll talk a little bit more about it. We'll definitely talk a little bit more about it. So, anyways, all right, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the main topic here for today's show. Let's turn off those. All right, let's talk about Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, this was in a, it was pretty crazy last night. Like I said, it took me it probably it took me about an hour and a half to get my tickets for uh, uh, showing at the big theater, trying to see in the biggest theater possible. It's not full-on IMAX, but I was like, man, it's still a big theater. I want the reclined seats and whatnot. And, uh, of course, I was buying tickets for my brother and my nephew who want to see it. So, yeah, it crashed. Like, every every site site was just 
melted. Every site had a meltdown. Fandango couldn't handle the shit. Uh, Regal, Cinemark, AMC, they were all having trouble. I don't know how, how, uh, how long it took you. How long did it take uh, you guys to get your uh, to get your tickets for Spider Man? I'm sure it took a little bit too. It was just kind of funny watching the timeline and watch everybody. There's people that were freaking out, and I, I believe Campia even freaked out himself. There's a lot of people that were freaking out. It was interesting that to see people that are most likely going to get a screener or an early screening of Spider-Man were kind of freaking out. I was going, really? You're freaking out that you're not going to... What? You're going to get a fucking early... You're going to get a press screening. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, man. But it was just kind of funny seeing everybody's reaction. I hadn't... I mean, when it came to Endgame, it was kind of like that. Endgame and Force Awakens were kind of like that. When it came to... I, but what's funny about that, I don't remember Endgame really being, I don't remember it really crashing the sites. I remember Force Awakens crashing all the movie apps and sites, you know, back of what, 2015 or whatever the hell that was. I remember that, but I don't really remember Endgame. I thought I, I thought it was pretty easy to get Endgame tickets, yet that movie still ended up being the most, you know, uh, most grossing movie out there. It's just, uh, but I don't remember... I don't remember Endgame really being difficult to do that. But, yeah, it took me about an hour and a half. It took me about an hour and a half to do that. You guys still talking about Birds of Prey? Yeah. It took me three hours. Three hours, Ivan. Three hours. Holy shit. Damn. It took you three hours? That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it took a lot of people a long time. But I, I saw a lot of people posting on the timeline today that they got their tickets, secured their tickets, and it's like, all right, good. I know we're all excited for it. I mean, there's something about seeing a movie on opening night that's just there's just something about it. So and it was kind of funny, too, because the Harkins that I go to that's over the hill right here that has all the luxury seating, the booze and, uh, you know, the big, huge screen, the one big, huge screen that they have. Um, I called up the theater because they were not posting. They, they weren't posting Thursday showings, but they had showings for the entire weekend for Spider-Man. So I called them up. And I even said to the lady, I was like, I'm sure you've, you're getting like this question. You're probably getting calls about this all night. But why are, are you guys going to be posting the Thursday night showings for Spider-Man No Way Home? And she goes, well, we're going to post it at midnight, our time, midnight Pacific Standard Time. So I went, oh, OK, makes sense. So I was like, shit, am I going to have to wait? I'm going to have to wait till midnight to like get these tickets. No, I did not have to because lies. She told me lies. They dropped it at 10 o'clock my time. Also, I, I, it was just lucky that at 10.01, I refreshed the page, and sure enough, there it was. So then I had to, like, you know, do that whole thing where you, you're literally— I felt like Emilio Estevez in fucking Mission Impossible, you know, when he's on top of the, the elevator, and he's, like, typing in, and it's just like, oh, I got a problem, because there was a couple of times where I was getting to the point of, like, oh, I'm going to secure my tickets, and then it would just—an error w- would occur. It was crazy. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. But then eventually secured and it took a little bit. It was like it felt like I was hacking. It felt like I was hacking a security or a building or something. It really did. I'm sure it felt like that for you guys, too, because, you know, it was like every time that you were like going through one step, it was like, all right, you you you, you get the three. You, you, you get into there. You get the, you're getting your tickets. You pick your seats and everything was like a loading thing that would take like six minutes. And you're just sitting there going, shit. Shit, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Oh, 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 confirmation. Click. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, 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 oh. All right, enter, enter my, uh, my card. 
all the the payment information. Did did it? Huh, 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 oh, one more time confirmation. Huh, huh, huh. And then finally, it just goes, congratulations, you got your tickets. I mean, Jesus Christ, it was like anxiety a little bit. But at the same time, I was just kind of going like, fuck it, I'll go see it Friday if I have to. Jesus Christ, you know. It's not like this is. I'm more excited for the Matrix. <laughs> when are those when those tickets come out? I mean, I'm gonna be jumping on those. Wouldn't it be awesome if the Matrix somehow made a billion dollars too? Wouldn't that be crazy? But I have a feeling that the fact I think Spider-Man's gonna kind of you know outshine. It's 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 sadly it's sadly gonna take away some of the hype for the Matrix. I mean, hopefully not. I hope it does well. But I was like, damn, wouldn't it be awesome if Matrix Resurrections ends up making a billion dollars? I think Spider-Man's gonna cross a billion. Who knows? Or it's gonna get very close. It's gonna get very close. But I think uh, post-apocalypse, I think, I think Spider, Spidey's going to do it. just seems like the hype for this movie is uh, absolutely insane. And uh, there's plenty of things, too. Like, um, man, there's a lot of things, too. Like, uh, did I have it up already? Yeah. Like, we have the Fandango. <laughs> they, I mean, they still continue. They still continue. <laughs> They're still continuing to tease. To tease. Andrew Garfield. And Tobey Maguire with this right here. Forget Cyber Monday. This is now Spider Monday. And to celebrate, I have a really big announcement. But first, let me bring in two very special friends to help out. I mean, it's only right. We are your best friends, right? It makes sense for us to join this announcement. Of course. I mean, who else would it be? <laughs> now that we're all here, Zendaya, do you want to share the news? I don't know if I should. You're Spider-Man, so. Well, I thought it would be fun if you could. No, I'll just, I'll just say it. Tickets for Spider-Man No Way Home are officially on sale. Get them now, right now. On Two Monday. friends. We'll see you at the theaters. See? See what they did right there? Two friends. They know exactly what they're doing. Okay? They know that everybody knows that Toby and Andrew are in there. We know. We all know. And then they played on it right here. And, uh, and by the way, uh, Zendaya, is her legs like six feet? I don't know. I mean, Jesus Christ. What the hell? She's standing on right there. She, that <laughs> she got stilts on, man, I tell you. I tell you. So, but, yeah, freaking Zendaya, man, I tell you. Tom and Zendaya were at the football. But, oh, really? Ceremony tonight. We're France promoting. Yeah. See, that's the thing. A lot of people are wondering. Uh, yeah. The the marketing for Spider Man No Way Home is like they're they're going full full on right there. But anyways, so we got this article right here from Deadline that uh, says Spider Man producer Amy Pascal teases new Sony Disney Tom Holland Web Slinger trilogy. Of course, uh, with my little sketch that I had at the beginning. I mean, it is it is pretty funny because you got Kevin Feige. You, you and I've said this before. You know, you know that Feige hates the fact that he has to share. Spider-Man with Sony. You hate it. Remember that video when him and uh, Amy Pascal and she mentioned something and he kind of went up and then he put that that weird awkward smile on his face. You you know that he hates the fact that he has to share uh, with Sony and she loves it. She loves it. Look at look at her right there. She got a big she got a smile on her face. She's holding on to his arm. He's like, God damn it, woman. Let go of my arm, please. He looks uncomfortable. She's just like, yep, that's right. Never letting go. Never letting go, Kevin. I will never let go. That's right. They're in it for the long run. <laughs> Poor. That sucks. But, hey, what can he do? But, uh, yeah, it says right here, Spider-Man producer and former Sony 
Pictures boss Amy Pascal says that a new Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man trilogy with Tom Holland is in the early works, one that keeps the Culver City lot and Disney's Marvel working together beyond their already contracted Spider-Man No Way Home, which is poised to be a massive Christmas blockbuster and further expand the MCU's multiverse plans. And here's the uh, quote right here. There is not, this is not the last movie that we're going, going to make with Marvel. This is not the last Spider-Man movie, said Pascal in an interview with Fandango. We are getting ready to make the next Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland and Marvel. We're thinking of this as three films, and now we're going to go on to the next three. This is not the last of our MCU movies. Yes, Marvel and Sony are going to keep going together as partners. I'm sure... Kevin Feige hates that. I just, I just have a feeling that he fucking hates that. So they're talking about another whole trilogy right there. And, of course, you know, there was that whole thing where Tom Holland was going like, I don't know if I want to be Spider-Man again. We haven't talked about it. Blah, blah. Yeah, shut up. We all know that uh, this was going to be happening. Come on. Holland poured water on his future with Spider-Man, telling GQ earlier this month, maybe this is, uh, maybe it is time for me to move on. Maybe what's best for Spider-Man is that they do a Miles Morales movie. I have to take Peter Parker into account as well because he is an important part of my life. If I'm playing Spider-Man after I'm 30, I've done something wrong. What? Didn't he say he wanted to play Spider-Man forever? Don't you got don't you love it when these actors start changing their tones and like different like uh, interviews and stuff like that? But because I could have swore that that Tom Holland said he wanted to play Spider-Man forever. Now all of a sudden he's saying this right here. Is he starting to find? Is he starting to feel like? Is he starting to feel a little bit of like, man? Every other movie that I end up doing, because let's face it, Tom Holland, when it comes to other movies that he's involved in, you know they haven't really been successful. I mean, what happened to that Chaos, whatever Chaos Walking, Chaos, whatever? I don't even know what, what that movie with him and Daisy Ridley. I don't even know what happened in that movie. I so I actually kind of wanted to see it just to see how bad it was. So yeah, that movie, that movie just totally just went nowhere. Other movies of his haven't quite gotten up there. I mean, he had that movie with the Russo brothers, which uh, I didn't watch either. I forgot what that movie was called, but it was just something interesting. I don't, I don't know if, there was some, there was a scene in there where I don't know. I'm not even going to talk about that. Something with a butthole. That's for damn sure. A camera, camera angle from, from a butthole's point of view. I think I. What's it called? Cherry? Is that what it's called? I don't know. I can't. I'm trying to remember exactly what the name was. But uh, and then of course you got Uncharted that's coming out, which every time I see that trailer, I just go, it's just Peter Parker in a in a Henley. <laughs> that's it's Peter Parker with Mark Wahlberg. He's still he's still very much Peter Parker. I mean, so it must kind of suck. Maybe he's starting to feel that where it's just like, yeah, people are just gonna know me for Spider Man. I don't know. It's like it's like, hey Tom, just pick pick your roles. Pick your roles, uh, you know, carefully. Pick them. Show your chops if you can. You know. <sighs> what's a cash? What's a cash grab? Everything's a cash grab. I always say that everything's a cash grab. Everything that is a franchise, that is a brand, is a cash grab. I don't care what it is. It's always a cash grab. Okay. Uh, Matt Reeves, the Batman, is a cash grab. But what you want behind it is a talented director that really wants to do something different you know that's the thing 
But they're all, we're always going to have these characters. We're always, Ghostbusters Afterlife, that's a cash grab, you know? But at the same time, you just you could see that there were some, the people that were handling at this time were actually going like, hey, we're going to treat this legacy with, uh, with care. That's, that's what you want. But, you know, when it comes to all these. Uh, Iron Boy Jr. ain't Spider-Man? Well, I mean, I mean, when it comes to, you know, what's kind of funny is like uh, when I showed up in Vegas uh, at my, my dad's house, he wasn't home from work yet. So we were just kind of chilling. And on FX or something like that, they were showing like all the Spider-Man movies. And we started watching for um, the, the Amazing Spider-Man 2. We started watching it then. And, you know, that movie has so many good things about it and then bad things about it. Like I, when it comes to Electro and Amazing Spider-Man Two, I actually like the design. I thought it was kind of cool, the blue and everything. But the dialogue was bad for him, and his origin story was pretty bad too. I didn't like that either. Um, but I thought like his look looked pretty good. And then there's like some amazing web slinging stuff. And then of course Andrew Garfield's just so da- goddamn likable. And of course um, Emma Stone is Gwen Stacy. They had. To be honest, when it comes to all the Spideys, when it comes to Toby and Kirsten Dunst, when it comes to uh, when it comes to Andrew and Emma Stone, and then when it's and then Tom Holland and Zendaya, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone had the best chemistry, probably because they were dating in real life. That does help. I'm sure that did help. But they had the best chemistry in those two movies. They had the best. Chem- you actually felt you felt it. You felt it. So Toby and uh, Kirsten also really good. Tom and, 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 and Zendaya, I don't feel shit. I don't know about you guys, but I just think that, ugh. Because we ended up watching Spider-Man Homecoming, which, to be honest, I enjoy. I enjoy Spider-Man Homecoming. I do. Spider-Man Far From Home? <sighs> yeah. Especially when you watch it on your dad's big 85-inch TV and it's playing at 30 frames per second. It's bad. It's, it's just, it's bad. It just doesn't look good. There's a lot of things that, ugh. I will say that, you know, some of the Mysterio stuff is pretty good, but everything else, no. I was like, oh my God. And, you know, specifically the MJ and, and Peter stuff, you just, it's, ugh. I just don't like it. I just, I'm not a fan. Just not a fan. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, no. And that's what's sad, too, is like like Tom Holland and Zendaya are with each other in real life. You know, they've probably been together for a bit. But they just don't have good chemistry. That's bad. It's bad. But what can you do? I guess, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm watching Spider-Man No Way Home just to see what the hell happens with the Spideyverse and the multiverse and all that stuff. I'm not watching it for MJ and Peter. I honestly believe, like, you know, in the trailer where MJ is falling and supposedly Tom Holland, Peter goes after him, go after him, after her. And you see, I have a feeling that Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man is going to rescue her. Just that they're going to play with that whole thing because he couldn't rescue his love of his life or whatever. You know, it kind of makes you wonder if Shailene Woodley, her MJ, maybe they'll make a reference to that. Is there going to be it? That's one. that's one of the questions I have, too, when it comes to this. And when they when it comes to Andrew's Spider-Man, it's like, are they going to address anything when it comes to MJ and his universe? Because remember, for Amazing Spider-Man 2, they shot scenes 
with Shailene Woodley as MJ. They were establishing that story, and they completely removed it. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Wouldn't that be... That would be crazy if somehow they did something like that, if they maybe referenced an MJ for Andrew Garfield. I don't know. I guess we'll find out, but... Um, I remember hearing something about, like, I think it was an RPK scoop or whatever the hell that said Emma Stone and Kirsten Dunst were supposed to have cameos in Spider-Man No Way Home, but due to COVID, they couldn't do it or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Take that with a grain of salt. One of the things, one of the big questions I have is like, okay, so all these villains show up, all these people show up, even though we saw them die in their worlds. So they just got pulled before they die. I don't know. There's, there's, that's the question I have too. I mean, obviously, I guess that's the case. Is like they get pulled into this world before they, of course, see their demise in their own worlds. I don't know. That's, that's what I'm really excited for when it comes to uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Just those questions that you have, you know. So I guess we'll see. And then, of course, just to see Lizard actually get punched in the face by a Spider-Man, not by air, not by air. Anyway, so that's pretty much when it gets, yeah, Emma Stone, yes, I'm with you, Jose, man. I have a big crush on her because not only is she hot as hell, cute, she's just funny, she's adorable, you know, it's just, and I was very impressed by her in uh, La La Land. My God, well, her and Ryan Gosling, it was like, Jesus Christ, you guys are fucking talented, look at you. So, but yeah, I've always had a crush, always had a crush on Emma Stone, always. Hey, Zack Snyder, restore the Snyderverse. All right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this uh, because obviously today it trended again, which, you know, tends to trend every now and again, which is funny. But um, the reason why it trended today was interesting, and it was a, the, the main reason why it trended today. I have a problem with, yeah, you know I do, because you guys know exactly why it was trending. Hmm. Uh, and I'll show you right here because obviously I was tweeting about it today. So let me go ahead and pull this up. Let me go back. All right. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's great that it's trending. It's at, uh, let me see, let me refresh and see where it's at. Currently right now, Restore the Snyderverse is at 75,000, 75.3,000 tweets. So there you go. All right. So that's good. And obviously with the recent, uh, Tweets and whatever Clay, uh, Clay Stobbs, whatever the second unit guy tweeting about stuff, which I think that's I think he's just I don't think he's actually knowing anything. I don't know. There's a lot of things. A lot of people are saying cryptic stuff. But um, and then, of course, Zach just tweeting or not tweeting, but viroing his turkey with the final crisis in the background. So boop. And this is what's great, too, is the fact that. Uh, Kevin Smith right here was like, hey, he was like, dear Zack Snyder, please include the line Aquaman's got mad sharks in any potential Final Crisis flick. It yearns to be the rallying cry of the Snyderverse. If Darkseid exclaimed it, exclaimed it, that would be especially that would especially rock. Many thanks, sir. And then, of course, Darkseid himself was like, time to fire up the mic. So that's that's great right there. I love how people are having fun with it. They're having fun with it. And Kevin Smith adding to it, of course. Okay, so there's that. We'll get to that. That's the, um, yeah. Was that the, that, that was the only thing? Was that the only thing? Okay, yeah, that was. Okay, so basically what happened was um, the culture nerd, the culture nerd 
hey, we haven't heard from those guys in a little bit. I wonder why. Was it because a lot of the, the shit that they talked about, a lot of the shit, uh, you know, in the, in the past year and a half, two years, all was not true, pretty much. Most of it, I would say. And with the whole motion comic that they were trying to do with Lightcast, yeah, it all went to shit. It all went to shit, and they were exposed to being con artists, essentially. Okay? So, that's what the main thing was, is all of a sudden, Culture Nerd goes on their, uh, their Instagram saying that they are hearing stuff, and you guys should all be tweeting out, hashtag, Restore the Snyderverse, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and whatnot. And I went, you got to be fucking kidding me. Now... When I saw that, I went, Jesus Christ, here we go. This motherfucker trying to make a, he's trying to make a return right here. He's trying to make a return. And then, of course, when that happens, all of a sudden, this shows up on the Instagram right here. Just wanted to say, y'all, y'all are blowing up my DMs. Again, I'm not a scooper. I won't be sharing details because that would make me a scooper. I have no desire to be that person, bullshit, to have that attention, bullshit, Etc. I popped into Twitter and already saw a ton of hate from people claiming I'm seeking attention or trying to lie to people or whatever. Again, I won't be sharing details. But again, how many times are you going to say again? Let's get trending and be excited for the future again. Okay, so he popped into Twitter and already a ton of people. He saw a ton of hate from people claiming I'm seeking attention or trying to lie to the people, or whatever. You know who's to blame for that? You! You're to blame for that. Okay? Should we go down the list? Ben Affleck signing up for his Batman series. Remember? They were scouting locations already. The air cut currently being worked on by Zoic Studios, and they're reinserting Steppenwolf. Where's that? The storyboard? Should I talk about the storyboard again? That was on the back of a script, which it wasn't. We know that was actually on a board. A whiteboard. Really? Lying to people? Yes, that's what you did. That's what you did. Okay? So if you saw hate, it's your fault. Stop playing victim. This is what irked the shit out of me today. Irked me. I have nothing against... Tweeting out and trending, restore the Snyderverse. Of course not. But the fact of the matter is, is that the fact that these guys started it. I'm like, don't be fooled. He saw an opportunity because of all the recent stuff that's happened, especially with Snyder's Vero post. He saw that opportunity. So what did he do? He went to his Instagram and posted that and saw that it started blowing up. And then all of a sudden he does this and says he's playing victim. And all of a sudden he's playing victim. Oh, I saw all this hate. Your fault. Your fault. Sam Benjamin. Green Lantern. Remember that? Your fault. Your fault. You can't just play victim like that. I'm sorry. This is what pissed me off. <sighs> I believe there was something else, too. Uh, what was it? Hmm. Let's see. Give me a break. Okay, so wait a minute. There was another tweet. Let me find it here. Hmm, let's go coming through. The oh, he deleted it. He deleted it, 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 it. No way. Oh, no. God damn it. <laughs> he deleted it. 
um, this guy named Jacob's writing or whatever the hell, um, he commented underneath somebody else's post about this saying that, yes, he was an editor on the cultured nerd. And yes, they make shit up. That's what he said. Somebody has a screenshot somewhere. I quote tweeted it and said, yes, tweet, hashtag, restore the Snyderverse all you want. Have at it. But don't let these guys play you for fools because that's exactly what they did. They knew exactly what they're doing. They saw a fan base that was hungry and they knew exactly if they just told this fan base what they wanted to hear, they would get all these followers. You don't know how many people I have talked to that have been on streams, part of streams or whatever, that have had DMs with the cultured nerd or lightcast because they were always trying to recruit people. They tried it with me. They tried it with me. A few I was on Lightcast and fucking Matt tried to sway me into thinking that he actually knew what he was talking about. And it's just kind of sad because it's like, motherfucker, I can text Zach right now if you want me to. <laughs> I've been given that privilege somehow. You know, I guess I'm doing something right when the actual director is willing to come on my stream, willing to show up and talk and have conversations with me. Crazy, right? So I couldn't be swayed. Some people got swayed, sadly. But then, you know, things were learned the hard way. But yeah, this guy right here, apparently, I don't know, I guess he, uh, I guess he got a lot of attention for his uh, tweet that he, or his response. But yes, he full-on said that the culture nerd makes up stuff. Full-on. Somebody's got a screenshot. Jeez. Hey, there's Mama Film Junkie. Hello, Mom. But yes. So, I don't mind, guys. I don't mind. And that's what's so funny is like I kept on getting responses today on my tweets that kept saying like, but hey, man, it doesn't hurt that it trends. And I'm like, that's not the point. Tweet it all you want. I'm not saying, no, don't don't tweet. Restore hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Don't tweet it. Don't tweet it. That's not what I was saying. But a lot of people were making it seem like that's what I was saying. I was like, no, just don't let these guys play you for a fool. Play you for fools like they did in the past. That's my whole thing. That's my gripe. They don't know shit. They don't know jack shit. I can guarantee you that. They don't know anything. He saw an opportunity, and just like all the other stuff, because it's just like, huh, let's see, let me do some calculations. Maybe there's like maybe a 67% that I'm right. So let's go ahead and put it out there. Maybe. Because, you know, and, and if we're not right, eh, whatever. It's okay. We'll get something right. That's the way they operate. It's the way they operate. And I say, fuck that. You're not going to do that. You're not coming back and saying that. And it just kind of sucks that a lot of people were using that. But at the same time, nothing against tweeting out the hashtag. Nothing against that. Go for it. Tweet it as much as you want. But just don't. Anything that comes out from the, the culture nerd, I'm sorry. You have to take it. It's most likely bullshit. It's most likely bullshit. Sorry, I had a plug in my laptop. Anyways, that's just what kind of irked me today, man. It just really irked me. Davey kind of uh, given. How... TCM? Who's TCM? How am I trying? To... How am I giving them power? 
I'm calling them out. I'm calling them out as I do. That's all. It's just like uh, just made me upset because a lot of, you know, a lot of people just. Mm. But anyways, when it comes to uh, when it comes to restore the Snyderverse and all that stuff, again, I mean, we have Snyder verses that are happening over at Netflix. And again, you know, don't be upset if it ends up being a graphic novel. Don't be upset if it ends up being not the, uh, you know, a full on live action. I'm just saying, if you want anything like right that pretty immediately, it's not going to be something live action. It's just not because Zach's busy. Everybody is busy. Everybody's busy. But like I said in that video that I recorded when I was in Vegas, when it came to the Vero Post, it's like, yeah, maybe what if Zach was hinting at, hey, I'm going to actually get to finish my story in a graphic novel, in a graphic novel form. I think, to be honest, I'd be okay with it. If that's what Zach wants to do, that's fine. That way he could look over that and it won't have to be like full on hands on and he could still make his movies, all the original IP that he's making. And this game, we could see the end of his story. And we see a lot sooner because, like I said, it's he's got two movies, two big movies that he's going to be doing on Netflix. So if you want him full on hands on, it's not going to be for about, you know, five or six years. Just saying. God, the, the, the naked HD thing came back, didn't they? <sighs> so, yeah, I'm just saying. But the hardest thing, the hardest thing, it's not the hardest thing is not getting Zach back. The hardest thing is to get the whole cast back. That's the thing. That's 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 going to be um, that would be the challenge of it all because, yeah, sure you got you got like uh, Godot, Momoa, and Miller that are still continuing on with their characters. Those would probably be the easier ones to maybe get involved, even though they're all pretty busy themselves. Um, but then you got Fisher. The F Ray Fisher thing has not been resolved. That has not been resolved. Um, and then, of course, you got Affleck. We don't know exactly if he would want to, like, fully come back. But he's pretty busy himself. And then we got Cavill, who's all up in the air. Of course, he wants to come back. Um, but, yeah, we just got to remember, like, that. In the, but, but then also you have J.K. Simmons. You got all the side characters, too. You got all the side characters. And I've even, I even had – I was, like, going back and forth with some people on, on Twitter over the weekend where – you know, talking about time management and stuff like that. It's like, you know, it's like to do two big, huge Justice League movies back to back. That is going to be completely your time. And that's going to take nine to 12 months to shoot. That would take a long time to shoot. So. So if they're going to you know, like, like I said, if they're going to go full force and, and they can somehow get every get everybody back and they could do this in a miniseries form. And then Zach just kind of just like goes, yeah, use my stuff. I'll oversee it a little bit as much as I can. But then you have other people that are involved with it, other directors. That would be like uh, the best case scenario, I would say. Or it just ends up in a book. I don't know. I'm not saying that that's happening. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Trust me. All I know is when it comes from the culture <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit. It's just, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not legit. It's just not legit. So, yeah. Yeah, see, and a lot of people would be cool with a graphic novel if that's, if that's what Zach wanted. 
because it's all about what Zach wants, okay? It's all about what they want, okay? And you better believe that when he took that picture with that behind, Debbie was probably like, you realize what that's going to do, right? And Zach was probably like, <laughs> I mean, eh, it's just some fun. <laughs> just having some fun, you know? I mean, it, but especially, like, again, if there is something that's in the works and something that is being conjured up, like a book or something like that, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. What if Zach did an actual motion comic? That'd be pretty fucking funny. Uh, no, but uh, I mean, that would be easier if they can get if they can get all the actors back to just do some fucking like a day's worth of like voiceover work. Then that'd be a lot easier than a nine month shoot. I don't know. There's just a lot of factors, a lot of logistics of it all. But, you know, we all want to see it. But at the same time, I'm, I, I want to see his new stuff, too. And uh, it's great that we got it trending again. It just shows the power of the man. When he posted that image, guess what? Restore the Snyderverse trends again. What also happens? Final Crisis sells out on Amazon and other different various places. I mean, it just kind of shows you the power of Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder has power. He has great fans, and uh, his fans back him up. You know, Netflix saw this. That's why they gave him all that he wanted, okay? He gave him all that he wanted. It's all fantastic, man. Zach shoot a video of a turkey in which uh, we can uh, see Final Crisis and it sells out everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Andrea Romano as a voice director. There you go. Yes. I like that. <sighs> I can't wait for the movies. Zach does not have to do it now. In reality, it is going to take a lot of prep work. Yeah, exactly. Negotiations. There's so much logistics that go with all this. And some fans out there just kind of just think like it all could just, with a snap of a finger, Everything just comes together. No. You're talking about two big, huge Justice League sequels, okay? So, and Warner Brothers are still being fucking assholes. They're being still fucking assholes. Again, the Ray Fisher thing has not fully been resolved. Not fully been resolved. It's like little, little, little details like that we tend to forget, right? That's what I keep on seeing. It's like we tend to forget little details like that. No. But it would be... I would take it in any form that Zach wants to put it in, okay? If he ends up coming back seven years later to do these sequels and somehow that happens, fine. If we get a book in the next couple of years that has the finished story, fucking fantastic, okay? Ends up being animation. Totally be down for that too. Whatever the man wants, whatever the man wants. And I know I always get pushback. Anytime I've talked about that, I always push back where... People just think, like, it has to be live action and Zach directing. That's it. That's the bottom line. That's all they want. That just makes me go, all right, you're not an actual Zack Snyder fan. You just like his DC movies. That's the way I look at it. Because then I go to their Twitter, and there's nothing about Army, nothing about Rebel. It's all just DC stuff. I'm like, okay, you're not exactly a Zack Snyder fan. You just like his DC movies. And we can't have that. You're going to be a Zack Snyder fan. we got to go with, okay, what does he want? What does the man want? And we got to support the absolute shit out of Netflix. We're getting fed so well when it comes to Snyder content over at Netflix. We had two movies that came out this year in the Armyverse that are Zack Snyder's Snyderverse, Armyverse over there in Netflix. Okay? We got fed twice. That's awesome. And we're going to get fed more. And we got to support that. Got to support that. That's all. That's all I'm saying. So cheers, guys. Cheers.
Cheers. Ah, to the many Snyder verses out there. Yes, we want to restore one and we want to support the others. That's all I got to say about that, okay? I will always wear this shirt. I love the shirt. I've had it since it was released. And I'm going to support whatever fucking verse he wants to do. If it comes out in a book, yeah, you better. I mean, can you imagine, though? Like I said in my video, I was like, can you imagine, like, Zack Snyder's Justice League, the, the continuation and the roundup of that story? It'd be an iconic DC story. That thing would sell out like crazy, too. It'd be up there with Dark Knight Returns and all that. It'd be up there with Final Crisis. But, you know, we'll see. We, will, we shall see. All right. Let's talk about Kingpin for a little bit here. I noticed that he was kind of trending. It's, he was randomly trending, but... um. Did you guys see the Kingpin leak? I'm not going to show it because obviously, you know, just in case it's real, it does not look like it's real. I did come across it. I don't know if you guys saw it because there was, there is a rumor from Daniel RPK that yes, when it comes to Kingpin, they are in fact going to go with a much larger Kingpin, like comic book, more comic book accurate Kingpin where he's a lot huskier. Now, a lot of people were thinking Spideyverse, that, that form where he's just like a who knows what the fuck. I mean, he, he's like just a monster. It's not that, but they were going to make him, you know, bigger. Like, you know, I mean, you know, let's face it. Not everything translates. <laughs> That's the thing. When people are always talking about comic book accuracy, it's like not everything kind of translate live action. Just saying that. That's why costume designers and all these people involved, you know, they really have to try to make it work live action. Not everything works. Most things, you know, and then sometimes they go way too off the map and they try to really go like, now we got to ground the shit out of this. And then that doesn't work either. But yes, I don't know if you guys saw it, but yes, there was like three shots of supposedly Vincent D'Onofrio, um, Kingpin, and one where he's like serious face and then two where he was smiling and it looked ridiculous. It looked absolutely ridiculous. And, um, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio, actually, he talked about it, too. I'm not going to show it because just in case, just in case. But it does look it does look like it's a mock-up. It, it does not look legit. It doesn't look legit. And then even Vincent D'Onofrio himself responded to a tweet or somebody that was that sent the image to him. And this is what his tweet said right here. It said, well, it's a really bad job from someone trying to make it look like me. This guy in the pic is more handsome, I think. So, of course, a little self-deprecation. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Vincent D'Onofrio, he's a great actor. He's a fine actor. Many roles that he's been in where he just, yeah, he just transforms into him. And playing Kingpin, very awesome. And, of course, I think we're 100% going to see him again. But are we going to see him really uh, chubby and fat like this? Who knows? Maybe. Because according to the, the rumor from RPK or the the scoop or whatever is it's going to be a fat suit mixed in with some CGI and he's going to show up in Hawkeye. I don't know. It just seems like, man, that's all, that's gotta be a lot of budget. That's going to be happening with that, but Hey, who knows what's going to happen? So <sighs> who knows what's going to happen? They better not butcher his version. Yeah, no, his version of Kingpin worked so well on the daredevil show. I mean, I still remember that scene where he like slams that guy's head in the door of his uh, SUV. It was just like, I mean, and the backstory that they had with him, the fact that he always had that routine of his waking up, having a certain breakfast and everything. I mean, they really added, a, they really fleshed out the Kingpin character. And for the love of God, 
Do not let the MCU just like, hey, we're going to put you in a fat suit and make you chubby. And you're going to smile and you're going to be like, no, please do not do that. That's what we worry about. It's like, come on, Feige, relax a little bit. You're getting all you're getting some of these characters back. But please do not destroy what they've already created when it comes to these characters. And like I said, hopefully, um, hopefully when it comes to this version of Kingpin, yeah, they don't really, if they make him fatter, fine, but hopefully they make it work. Maybe this is a test of like, I mean, who knows? Maybe this is a test. Like we'll leak it out and see what people think. And a lot of people don't seem like, it doesn't seem like people are really down for it. So we'll see. But yeah, again, not everything live, not, not everything comic book accuracy is going to work live action, please. I mean, I mean, that's when you go back to the X-Men, they weren't going to have them have their individual costumes. Eventually, they kind of worked that in and then they threw that out, too. X-Men Apocalypse. What happened to those fucking costumes? Jesus Christ. Remember at the end? Movie was a shit sandwich. But man, those costumes at the end were fucking fantastic. And they went, nope, we're going to get these ugly ass X's for Dark Phoenix. Good job. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, we're going to half ass her makeup. Good job. Ugh. Man, I tell you. All right, let's talk about the box office uh, for a little bit here before we wrap it up. So box office looking pretty decent. Um, get out of there. Um, so did anybody see Resident Evil? Anybody see Resident Evil? Raccoon City? I know it's on. It's also on Netflix, I do believe, right? Or something like that. It made actually $5.3 million, $8.8 million. So for kind of a small movie, I mean, I guess it got a pretty good release, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't check it out, but I hear it was not great. I hear it's not that great, but you know, I don't expect too much from a, a Resident Evil movie. And then we got Eternals, which uh, still running pretty strong, three hundred sixty-eight point five million worldwide. So you know, I'm sure they of course wanted it to do a little bit better. I think it would have been better as a Disney Plus series, but that's just me. And then House of Gucci. House of Gucci. It's a me. I'm telling you. Jared Leto should be Mario. Uh, 34.9 million worldwide. I saw it. You saw my first reaction. I thought it was uh, pretty fantastic. Enjoyed the shit out of it. So, uh, yeah, hopefully more audiences check it out. I'm sure it's going it's gonna, to, when it comes to award season, that movie's going to clean house. Now, Ghostbusters Afterlife, this is what I'm only a 45% drop, which I love. I love the fact that worldwide it's made over $100 million already. I'm not sure what the budget was, but I heard the, the production budget was somewhere around 75 And then, of course, you have the marketing budget. But I do love the fact that it seems to be doing fairly well in this uh, kind of pandemic box office. I don't know. It's all, it's all crazy because... You know, we're not fully out of the pandemic. We're never going to be. We're never going to be when it comes to the people that are, you know, that rule over us. They're never going to let us off this. I mean, but yeah, you got different variants coming out and everything. And it's just never going to it's never going to go away. It's all. So there's still going to be people that are never going to go back to the movie theaters. So I don't know. It's just always going to be a pandemic kind of box office. I I mean, as much as I think that Spider-Man No Way Home is going to make a billion it's just going to be a lot harder for these movies to even like strike a chord. But I mean, hopefully with the way that it performed, you know, over the, the holiday weekend and whatnot, you know, and it was a relatively small movie, 
we can get some of those Ghostbusters sequels. That's what I'm really hoping for. And then uh, Encantu, Encantu was a new animated feature that came over the weekend for the Thanksgiving weekend. It did pretty well. It's $40 million over the extended weekend. That's not too shabby right there domestically. And then it's at 69.8 million worldwide. So it seems like this one's doing pretty good. This is, this is a Pixar, right? Or Disney? I don't know. Yeah. So that's good, at least. Did pretty, you know, did pretty good over the weekend. So not too shabby. So, hey, what can you do? But it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Spider-Man and then interesting again with The Matrix. That's what I'm kind of curious to see, too, is how well The Matrix can do coming back after all these years. How much fan, how much of the audience is really excited. I mean, I know a lot of people that everybody I talk to is excited for the matrix. It seems that's why it'd be, it'd be so awesome. If somehow that movie just blew the fuck up too. I'm, I mean, it kind of, I don't think it's going to crash websites like Spider-Man, but it'd be kind of cool if it maybe kind of, I don't know. Wouldn't that be that? That could be part of the marketing. That could be part of the marketing. The matrix crashes all these like movie websites. They could totally utilize that for the marketing. That'd be pretty sweet. I don't think it's going to happen, but a boy can dream, right? So hopefully. Whoa. That's what I want to see. Anyways, all right. So we're done with that. Now time for your Twitter questions. Let's see what we got here. Oop, 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 oop. All right. Let's see. Where am I at? All right. Here we go. Let's go to some Twitter questions. All right. Mr. Eric, yo, Dave, since everyone's, everyone's questions involve turkey, I'll do something completely different. Last week, we did a second trailer for the motion comic with an interesting character tease at the end of the Cyborg comic fans should appreciate. Bon Appetit. Yeah, I remember you guys like posted some stuff, right? You posted uh, this right here. So I want to get that. Yeah, this actually looks pretty damn good, too. Um... You guys are doing a pretty good job with this. That looks pretty cool right there. Kind of just go through it. But, yeah, I, I watched – I saw it – well, I think I saw it last week or whenever. But, yeah. Um, the animators you guys got, uh, the artists that you guys got, I think this is going to be, you know, it's going to be pretty damn good. Look at that. Batman right there. Dig it. Look at that. The priests. You know, Atlantis or the outskirts of Atlantis. And yeah, eh, was that what's her name or what's her name? Yeah, no, you guys are doing pretty good with this. Doing pretty good. <laughs> that looks like a, what does that look like? That, well, it looked like something. Reminded me of something. Got some dark sideness. There's a bat wing right there. Looks pretty good. Look at that. Look at this. This shot, uh, this shot right there. That's pretty damn cool. But yeah, your animators and your and your uh, artists are doing good. So hey, at least we'll get something with this. So when it comes to this motion comic, looks pretty damn good. Sunset of the Gods, right there. Better than nothing. But uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, I know there's some troubles that you guys are having with certain other things, but hopefully, you guys. Uh, Settled that, so looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. I'll, I'm, I meant to retweet that. Here, I'll retweet that right now. So if you guys want to check it out, go to my Twitter and uh, we'll put, and watch that trailer full on. It's 
pretty good. Like I said, the animation stuff. Sorry, Victor, I'm afraid I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when's the final? Well, we'll talk about that later. All right. So anyway, so um, from uh, Brad right here. So with Zach's post and Henry Cavill's Superman interview, what if some kind of agreement were reached where soups and other things, i.e. air cut, Deathstroke, Adam, Affleck Batman, if he wants to, were used to build up a JL 2-3 a la Infinity War and Endgame. Wouldn't that be sweet? Yeah, so have all the other movies like in before we get the Justice League sequels? Before we get the Justice League sequels? Yeah, I get what you're saying. No, I kind of dig that. That'd be pretty sweet. Mr. Laugh Now, Cry Later, Darren. Do you think Sony, Marvel are serious when they say the new Holland Spider-Man trilogy is going to be different in tone from this one and do you think people want to see toby or andrew more yes and yes and yes they have it has to be a different tone it has to be a different tone because we're gonna have peter going to college he's gonna be more of an adult it's not gonna be the high school stuff so yes it definitely has to be a different tone we've got to step away from the high school tone that you know that watts was trying to do like the whole john hughes thing yeah, yeah it'll be different Edward, so the news about Sony developing another trilogy with Tom Holland as Spider-Man came from Mikey Sutton and was the only website to cover it until today when the news broke. Seems like he could be telling the truth about Cavill, Dave. Well, I mean, me too. I've always said, I mean, the guy doesn't want to go anywhere. And I've always said, I have a feeling he's going to show up in some of these other movies, particularly the one that has to do with the multiverse. But, you know, we'll see. Carrie, hey Dave, did Zach's turkey post cause you to break out the tinfoil? How did you cook your turkey? Not gonna lie, I enjoy the hype that Zach creates. Me too. Name three directors Zach would likely bring in or who you would want to see him bring in to um, help with his JL sequel series. Uh, David Ayer, that'd be pretty sweet if you just brought in David Ayer. <laughs> um, even Rick, uh, I never say his name, last name, Fruwi, you know. Rick, who was supposed to do, of course, um, the Flash movie originally, and he directed some uh, Mandalorian stuff. So I was like, yeah, him. That'd be pretty sweet. Um, and then, of course, uh, what's his name? Uh, Alex Garland. That'd be cool. Bring him in. I think he could uh, do something pretty spectacular when it comes to uh, Justice League. I'm trying to think of like some good action directors, though, you know? Uh, Ronak, yay or nay for another Spider-Man trilogy? I say yay. Uh, I, I, I'm always down for more Spider-Man. I honestly don't care about Tom Holland Spider-Man unless someone dies or something bad happens. Well, I think that that's probably in the cards. Venom Hernandez. Hey, Dave, glad to see you back and hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes, I did. On the question of Spider-Man on its runtime, how come it is this movie can surpass the two-hour mark and such and such other films and such other films. But Warner Brothers spliced each film this year way under two hours. Yeah, there's sadly they they do that. But, you know, this is a, an event film, so you can't cut it down too much. I mean, come on. Chunky Dixter. <laughs> nice name. Um, I'm just going to get a bit pessimistic. Now that a new COVID variant is out and say No Way Home might not actually make it to a billion. I don't know. Crashing websites? I think it might. 
Uh, we'll see, though. It might, it, it'll get close for sure. John, Murdoch Wayne. So Zach in, uh, innocuously posts a video of his Thanksgiving turkey with a copy of Final Crisis just chilling in the back, which leads to it being sold out and possibly having its best sales in a decade. Yeah, Zaslav is going to know about this. God, I miss the cryptic Vero posts. Yeah, you better believe that Zaslav's going, see, what the fuck? It's great. He's just, Zach is really just sticking it to Warner Brothers. He is sticking it to Warner Brothers and even DC. I mean, he's sticking it to him. Jordan Davis, hey there, Dave. What things would you plan for the next trilogy? Personally, I would have Kingpin as um, as the main villain of the trilogy and deal with a more mature tone. Yes, definitely a more mature tone, which, you know, at the end of Far From Home, I really like the fact that he was actually doing some web slinging in New York City. He was out in the big city. So I want to see a lot of that, a lot more, you know, better web slinging action and stuff. And yeah, and bring in the rogues gallery, get some sinister. I mean, if they're, I don't know if they're going to be doing like a sinister six thing. I don't, it's all going to be interesting because with no way home, it's like you have these known Spider-Man villains that are in other worlds. So are we ever going to get Tom Holland's Doc Ock or Tom Holland's green goblin what are we going? I mean, are we ever going to get that? I mean, that's what's going to be interesting. Uh, uh, with the next movies, they got to introduce Harry, right? Harry Osborn and Oscorp and all that. They got to eventually do that, right? And God knows what Sony has got planned for it. When it comes to Venom, I wouldn't mind seeing him. I don't know. It's all very much up in the air. But I, I really do hope Kingpin shows up in there too. C.K. Cooper Knox didn't really participate in buying No Way Home, No Way Hole tickets. Uh, but I will be able to catch glimpses of the flick during opening weekend at my theater job. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. At least you get to see some of it, right? Anderson Miller. Glad to have you back. Thank you, sir. Hope you ate a lot and drank even more. I definitely did. As an aspiring filmmaker, I was wondering if you still have any of your short films you've made over the years and if there's a way to possibly watch any of them. Also, have you considered making more? I have. And I, yeah, one of these days I'll, uh, Get some of that stuff loaded up on the channel or whatnot. It'd be pretty fun to, to go look back at those and just cringe at my acting and storytelling. Sure. Uh, Chunky Dixter again. Have you seen Arcane yet? Now, yeah, yeah, I hear good things about it. I have not watched it yet, so it's on the list. I did finally watch Midnight Mass, and that fucking series was phenomenal. God damn it. That series, Mr. Flanagan did it again. Yeah, I finally saw Midnight Mass, and I was very, very much impressed by that. It's a slow build, but once you really get into the thick of the story, you're like, holy shit, crazy. Amparo, looks like the anti-life equation is about to hit Warner Brothers and hit them hard. Absolutely. God damn, it's just the power that Zack has, and he just like just can just flash a middle finger right up to Warner Brothers like that. Lane, hey Dave, glad to have you back. Thank you. Who do you think bought the Avengers Tower? Clint talked about it in Hawkeye. Personally, I think Oscorp did. Yeah, it's either him or, um, I mean, we all kind of thought, like, maybe there's a chance that it could be, like, the Fantastic Four play, you know. Um, what's uh, I'm totally drawing a blank on that tower's name. But, yeah, Oscorp could be Oscorp. That'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, they're going to reveal it. It's got to be one of those, right? Uh, Mr. Ryan. Was watching Spider-Man. Was watching Spider-Man three today. Forgot how much I love the 
uh, the omelet dance scene. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Reed Richards. Yeah, but what was a, uh, what was like a, uh, what was the name, the name on the building? I know, like, what if uh, Reed Richards? But yeah, there was like a, damn it, I'm totally like blanking on the name. Uh, Winds Tonky restore the Snyderverse, Zack Snyder Justice League. Absolutely. You missed my milestone chat, D bag. Oh shit! Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Deuce. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I remember saw a flash, but I was in the middle of something, but yeah, you had another, another milestone for being, um, for being a, a member for a while. So, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Dave, sorry about that. Mr. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Milana didn't mean to, but thank you for busting my balls. I like it when you guys bust my balls, you know, you guys are awesome like that, but yeah, thank you for being a member and the other milestone members out there and if you want to become a member go for it because yeah i think i'm going to record like a little a brief little vlog talking about a certain something too so yeah so cheers all right guys man this one went on pretty damn long had a lot to talk about not to catch up baxter there it is jesus something like yeah yeah baxter that's that's the name i was looking for i was like i could not for some reason it was there i was like seeing it and i just couldn't make out the letters man jeez so, yeah, this is probably, I don't know, it might not be, it might not be the longest, but hey, there's a lot to talk about, and I uh, appreciate you guys sticking with me through the whole thing. You guys are awesome. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up before you leave. Uh, do that. If you want to join, become a member, become a member. But yeah, big time, to, uh, make sure you smash the like, thumbs up, and make sure you subscribe. You got the Patreon, too, if you want to help with that pirate ship. And patrons, I, I mean, it's just been a busy, it's been busy weekends, holidays. I do, you know. Uh, as soon as I have a Saturday open, we will do a Patreon stream again. Um, I just don't know when because things just keep on coming up when it comes to holidays and whatnot. So anyways, guys, yes, do that. Uh, got merchandise down below. If you want to get some T-shirts, got some merchandise down there. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat, bat channel or junkie channel, junkie time, I should say. And uh, you guys are awesome. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Talk to you later. Mm -hmm.